Bats, balls, banter. Bats, balls, banter. There it is. It's our own uh, special DIY intro. Uh, this is Shan and Shazad back for another podcast in the world of sport. Today, we are going to be talking all about the EPL because we've reached the stage of the season where there's clear front runners and we're going to talk about the three horse race, basically for the top. I'm a little hurt that you're only making it three um, because mathematically it should probably go down to fifth. Uh, but I would say that. You are Tottenham Hotspur currently in fifth. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think. Oh, what a coincidence. But okay. uh, on 47 points. Come on, they're off the, the pace. So as we're recording this, this is the standings. Third position is my team, Arsenal, on 58 points. Man City are 59 points and Liverpool are 60 points. So there are 12 games left to go of the season. What are your predictions, sir? Wow, this is um, this is really fascinating. It's been a long, long time since we've had mm. three clubs in the hunt. Actually, I saw a stat that it's 10 years, yeah. I think. 10 years That's since there was a, a three-team at the top sort of race. Thinking about all the major leagues around the world. I mean, let's take Europe, sorry. Um, you know, you, you've got normally one or two horse teams. Uh-huh. You know, um, in in France, in in Spain, yeah. in Italy, uh, and Germany in particular. So it's nice to have this in in England, and we are going to be looking at matchups between now and the end of the season. I just want to point out that City, by Opta, right? So Opta do all the statistics, uh-huh. right? They are still rated, even though they've had a slight dip here and there. At 50.6% as of a few days ago, still to win the Right, league, okay? so Man City are still the odds-on favourites, huh? Liverpool are on 36.1. Okay. They've dipped, by the way, a few percent. They've had a bit of an up-and-down time recently. Mm-hmm. I know they've just won the League Cup. And Arsenal have gone up slightly to 13%. 13? 13. Is that you, all? Are you you can't sound a bit <laughs> incredulous at this. Now, I wonder how much of that has been sort of predicated by what happened last season right yeah well but Arsenal Arsenal just dropped off the went off the boil towards the end didn't they they were on top for 90% of the season no team mm. has ever been on top that long and lost the league wow I just want to put that out there <laughs> um, so people still think that my team Arsenal are not experienced enough to carry it through to the end but come on Let's look at the results recently. They are yeah. spanking teams. They are. Six goals, five goals, four goals. I mean... Flat track bullies, man. Let's <laughs> wait till they get some big matches. No, but seriously, they have been playing very well. Um, their possession-based football is entertaining to watch as well. I'll give them that. I actually will say this. I think when the pressure's not on them, mm. which it was last season, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. When you're on top, mm-hmm. people always talk about bottling, choking, whatever. Yeah. Now they're third. I know they're only two points behind. That kind of means that they're flying under the radar. Correct. So this might work in their favour. Uh, Man City, uh, by the way, are second at the moment, as you mentioned. So it's not really on them. It's kind of on the Liverpool now to set the pace. Yeah, and so Liverpool are in good form. They obviously won the well, League Cup right against yeah. Chelsea. What do you think about the Jurgen Klopp's last season effect? Do you think that plays a part? Uh, this is an interesting one. You know, there are two schools of thought on this. One is when you announce it early, then are you kind of a lame duck manager, right? Mm. Because what doesn't really matter what happens from here on in, and maybe you lose that bit of authority. The other school of thought is, which is the one, of course, that Liverpool fans are kind mm. of ascribing to, is 
they're going to do it for him. Correct. And and he's like saying, don't make it about me. <laughs> you know, so th- interesting. Where, where do you kind of fall on this one? I mean, I really think Jurgen Klopp is quite a unique mm. and wonderful figure in the history of English football. We're going to be sadder for his absence, aren't we? I mean, we all are, whether you like Liverpool or not. Correct. He is just a good guy, a nice guy, a great coach. Yeah. And... I think it must play a part of, you know, we want to do it for him. Yeah. So I I think it will, you know, definitely help the team. Okay. Uh, the fact that they've announced it in this way. Do you, do you not feel that, because apparently it did take a lot of people by surprise. Mm. Well, it took all of us by surprise, yeah. right? And the team, uh, it, it seemed to me that they didn't know so much about it. Mm. Uh, they kept it under wraps, which was amazing. I wondered whether they were rocked. And they were rocked, I think, the, couple, the first couple of weeks right. after he announced it. They kind of dipped a little okay they but they've picked it up since they've got him a trophy yeah yeah. so there was also some jokes made about okay now they've won a trophy the league cup they've done it for him does that mean they go off the pace a little bit now (laughs) this is all other fans of course just i mean what what i presume that the perception of the league cup is that it's one of the less the important ones yeah of the four that they're still in contention but they're that was the one that's the least important, right? Okay, okay. So they've got that out of the way. Right. But yeah, you're right. It, it's it's now kind of about run-ins and, and what's going to happen. So I, I think it's quite interesting to see that City in the next few weeks, in March, they play United this weekend. The United the, the Manchester derby is always big. I know United are nowhere near They're the going to smash them. Come on. But, but you know, this is interesting. When you look back at derbies in recent years... Mm. United have this knack, even though they're playing terribly, and that's mm. kind of often the case these days. They turn up for this one. Wow! Okay? So that's, but I, I agree, it's unlikely. They've got Liverpool the week after. That's huge, uh, yeah, uh-huh. right? And then two weeks after that, they play Arsenal. Okay, okay. So this is a tough month. I this see. is a very tough month. Um, I just did. I hear that Haaland just scored five goals he did. in one game in the FA Cup. <laughs> So this is the other thing. They're now bringing these guys back. De Bruyne's got back. Correct. Haaland's back. This is why City pick up their game in the second half of the season. They're very mm. slow starters. They're kind of infamous for that. Yeah. But they're great finishers. I mean, I was I was listening to someone talk recently about how, like Jack Grealish, for example, mm. um, is such a brilliant player, but he's, you know, like a second stringer almost at Manchester City. He doesn't get a look at you, Shannon. Yeah. I, I feel for him. I, he's a hundred million pound player. That's don't, kind of like a, a, a an afterthought. Don't you think he would want to go somewhere else? I don't know. Well, if you're getting paid <laughs> for much he is and don't have to do very much. Look, of course he is. Any athlete wants to be playing, right? Yeah. Now, would you want to be a big dog in a smaller Mm-mm-mm. kind of playpen, as it were, a smaller kennel? Or do you want to be... That that one that doesn't really get very far, but you still get lots of medals. It's a big it's a big question. I would love to know the psyche of those footballers, yeah. you know, because you have earned so much money that it must become somewhat meaningless, right? Yeah. And therefore I would assume that your competitive spirit would then sort of take over, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. There was this famous footballer, uh Winston Bocada, um, who was this Dutchman who played for Chelsea. He barely played. Uh-huh. And he became kind of a meme for collecting massive wages right. and, and and hardly featuring. Okay. And he never pushed as well. Hmm. So he was quite happy to sit back That's and enjoy right. the cash. At the end of the day, we've got to remember, it's a job. It's yeah. a job first. But they're also athletes, right? So there's that competitive spirit. But yeah, he, he kind of became this uh, byword for 
just very overpaid uh-huh, footballers. Uh-huh. Some people would say stealing a living at times. <laughs> okay, I'm going to push you here. You got to give me your your prediction then okay. for the to, uh, the to win what? it, the winner. Yeah, the winner. Uh, I'm going to say City yeah. because not just because of what Optus said. I just you look back at the way they finished seasons. You've got two big stars coming back into form. Yeah, yeah. They have got distractions. So Liverpool, Arsenal, a little lesser than the, the other two, but. I just think they they know how to finish these, and that's a sign of a true champion. What about you? I'm going to, I mean, I feel like I have to go with my (laughs) team, right? Because Arsenal are certainly in contention. And, uh, you know, I think, think, why not? (laughs) Why not? How you, I mean, do you remember the last time you guys, what, 20 plus years ago? Do you remember how you felt then? No, not really, no. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because it's weird for me, right? Because I... I really followed football very closely through the 90s. Okay. And then for some reason, as I, off. as I grew up and went to university, and uh, it tailed off my interest. So I actually wasn't really following during the Invincibles. Hold on, that was the best time of their life. Yeah, I know. I wasn't really wow. following closely. Okay. So I actually don't know that phase of Arsenal that well. That almost makes you kind of like a proper fan. You're not a glory hunter. <laughs> you kind of had them in the 90s yeah. when they were called Boring, Boring Arsenal. Yeah, that's As true. you well know, yeah. grinding up 1-0s under yeah. George Graham. And then you got back after... <laughs> <laughs> that they uh, when they started getting bad under Wenger, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That makes you very hardcore. I'm very, very true in spirit, Shazad. <laughs> I'm glad we've uh, realized that. What a wonderful way to wrap it up. Here is the podcast. It's Bats Balls Banter with Shad and Shazad.